You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 58, with actor, writer, and film director, Shabazz Ray. Hey everybody, this is Ian Floyd with the Love and Sensibility Podcast. You know, when I want to get inspired to take action, this is exactly where I come, to my girl, Iona Garrett, on the Success Stalkers Radio Show. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. All right, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I'm your host, Iona Garrett, and I am just excited to introduce my guest today, the incredible Shabazz Ray. So welcome to the show, Shabazz. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Well, thank you. It's an honor to have you here. You know, Shabazz, we have a model here at Success Stalkers Radio, and that's until you become successful, stalk those who already are. So can we stalk you today? <laughs> I promise it's a good kind of stalking, not the bad kind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I believe it is the good kind. Yes, it is. Well, Shabazz Ray is an actor, writer, and director from Harlem, New York, and comes from a family that's always been involved in music, singing, and dancing. Shabazz started out as a musical theater actor and has since starred in the film Zoolander, Changing Lanes, and Bad Company just to name a few. He's also starred on Fox TV's Fringe in the CBS TV pilot Golden Boy, NBC's Deception, and Netflix's Orange is the New Black. The Long Short is Shabazz's feature film directorial debut, where he also plays Jay Down in the film. So Shabazz, now that I've given our listeners just a little overview about you, I want you to take a minute because we want to get to know you today personally. Then give us an overview of your career. Well, you pretty much covered it, uh, except for I started out in musical theater, but I was originally um, going after a career as a singer, and that you know led me into being a musical theater actor. You know, I was in the right place at the right time, which took me in another direction. Sometimes life is like that. So after doing some musical theater here in New York City. I fell in love with it. I resigned from my job after so many years, and I just took a leap uh, of faith. Mm-hmm. And after taking that leap of faith, I ended up uh, booking a stand-in job for Samuel L. Jackson, and that lasted for about seven or eight years, which at the same time, I was also starting to book acting parts. And... Music is my first love, so while I'm doing that, I'm still doing music, you know, and I uh, released an independent album that I wrote called um, The the Introduction, you know. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and um, basically I'm an actor, filmmaker, and a musician, and I 
I just love the arts, period. That's fascinating. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You said also a musician, so what do you play? Well, I play the keyboards by ear, you know. Okay. And uh, I used to, I usually play it by myself so nobody else can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're good. I'm sure you're really good. <laughs> well, we have something in common. I, I love to sing myself. Music is also my first love, my passion as well. Okay. Yeah. And I did have a chance to listen to you sing. I went on your website and had a chance to, to check you out. And I was like, wow, I was impressed. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you very, very, very much. It's uh, it's good when somebody appreciates your art, you know. Absolutely. I love the arts as well. And so you said you, you were a stand-in for Samuel Jackson for about seven to eight years? Yeah, I did that for about seven to eight years while pursuing a career as an actor, and also working on my music, you know. And I still work on my music now, you know, because I love it. You know, music is just something that I love and I will always love. Um, it's just a part of my very fiber, and it's also something that's always influenced me um, through my family, you know, my grandmother, uh, who is somebody that I'm very close to. You know, she was involved in music when she was younger and then, you know, um, she 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 actually introduced me a lot to to gospel music. You know, mm-hmm. R and B and soul is my favorite thing. But she introduced me to a lot of gospel music, and she made me sing in church because she said, "Listen, <laughs> you're singing all these R and B songs around the house, so you are gonna sing in church." <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my mom. <laughs> That's pretty much how I grew up too, you know. I, I love singing, but I was introduced to singing first in the church, you know, mm-hmm. singing uh, in the in the choir and solos and things like that. So yeah. Okay. Yep, I can relate. And when I when I build my next dream house, I, I said I always wanted to have a studio. So my goal is to to build a studio in my home. Oh, I hear that. So do it. Yeah. And I'll come by and check it out and maybe record something with you. Now that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That would be cool. Well, Shabazz, you know, we're certainly going to dive even deeper into your incredible journey in just a bit. But before we do, can you share with us one of your favorite quotes that's, you know, maybe a quote that's really inspired you in your your path? Mm. One of my favorite quotes. Hmm. Oh, well, you know what it is? For me, it is putting my time into the things that are important to me. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it is just probably one of the most important things that I will ever do and probably anybody else will ever do because time is it's so important. You know, like a lot of times we get caught up in, well, we have to do this to, you know, make money or we have to do this to survive, but we forget to do what we really love. So I think that's, you know, putting time into the things that are very important, into those things that we love. Absolutely. Can you give me an example of maybe how you've uh, you've applied, you know, that quote to your life or to your journey specifically? Okay, yes. Uh, no matter how busy my life gets, I will always put time into what I love because what you love is the thing that will take care of you more than anything else. You know, if you love pottery, take some time to do some pottery every day. You know, if you love uh, baking cookies, Take some time to bake some cookies every day, you know? I agree. I agree. Because you'll master it. You'll become a master at it. Exactly. 
Well, Shabazz, you know, here at Success Talkers Radio, we also strive to bring on amazing guests, you know, like yourself. And the reason we do that is because, you know, obviously you've had successes, but we also know that the road to success isn't always smooth. So can you maybe take us to a time on that road, you know, and just maybe tell us about maybe a huge bump in the road that you experienced or a possible failure? And then tell us how you overcame that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's that's a question. (laughs) For anybody who who does what I do, who's an actor or an artist or a singer, you have constant failures, you know. So Mm -hmm. bumps in the road, um... Well, I had something interesting that happened. I remember I uh, I I gotten a part on a show, and that show was in California. And I figured while I was out there, I would take a chance and I would go meet a casting director. I'm not going to say any names. Right? Don't say any names. No names. <laughs> I, I I got out there, and the driver was just supposed to take you where you were supposed to go. So I talked the driver into taking me. To, uh, to to somewhere else, and I met with this casting director because a, a, a film director that I had met in New York, a well-known film director that I met in New York, was showing a film like in his uh, in his studio, mm-hmm. and I had stayed connected with his assistant. So I go out there and I have my headshot, my resume, and uh, I meet this casting director. But it wasn't a planned meeting. I just met her and I talked with her and I said, you know, here's my headshot and resume. And she looked at me like I had five heads. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, I was like, whoa, you know. So doing what I do, sometimes you have a lot of experiences like that, you know, auditioning. A lot of times you may not get the job. So you just have to bounce back and say, well, let me move on to the next thing. And mm-hmm. And just stay focused on, the next thing that you want to do, the next thing that's happening, other things that are going on in your life. So basically when you hit the bumps, keep going. Don't stay focused on the bumps. Stay focused on where you want to go. Makes sense. Makes so much sense. I'm sure that was an experience for you, huh? Oh, that was an incredible experience because me taking a chance to go meet the casting director, I didn't have a ride back home (laughs) either. I didn't mention that part. <laughs> yeah, you can't leave that. No, that's the good part. You can't leave that part out. So I ended up paying one of the guys who did security um, at this director's uh, production office to give me a ride back to my hotel. Wow. You know, and uh, and, and that was that. But it was it was a hell of an experience, you know, for me. I'm sure. And so tell us what. So what did you learn from that? Well. Basically, you just have to take chances. You have to take risks. Whether it works out or not, try. Mm-hmm. You got to try. I agree. It, it, it's so, I agree. You know, it's okay if you lose, but it's not okay not to try. So That's good. I learned that you have to try. You have to take chances no matter what happens. I agree. You know, our listeners who are listening to our show, you know, right now, a lot of them are, you know, entrepreneurs or, you know, want to be, you know, entertainers. And uh, so I I like to bring on, you know, even actors and, you know, people like yourself because are artists, because you're still an entrepreneur, you know, 
you you pretty much are your own business because you have to brand yourself. You have to pretty much sell yourself every single day, you know. And uh, and I love having people like yourself on here because, I mean, you, you're so used to getting no's, you know, so it toughens you up. I guess you have kind of like rhino skin after a while, you know. And, um, and of course, you know, when we talk about failure, sometimes, you know, I, I, when I talk to certain guests on the show, they don't really like to, per- to perceive, um, you know, their, their chances as, say, a failure. Um, and mm-hmm. I can I can understand why maybe that word doesn't sound very positive, but what I see when I think about failure, I think about failure as a stepping stone, you know, on the way to success because you got to go through some things. You, gotta, you because you need things to make you tough along the way and to mm-hmm. make you stronger. So you know, I always directly say that you know, failure is directly linked to success. So you you got to have them. You're gonna have them. So just accept it and keep going. Yeah, I mean, what you said is exactly true, and I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Success is basically a bridge to, I mean, a failure, excuse me. Failure is a bridge to success. You know, you're going to hit bumps. Yeah. You're going to hit failures. You know, everything that you don't want to happen may happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> And probably will happen. Exactly. So what you have to realize is that these are just the things I need to do to get me where I'm going. And don't stay so focused on those things, but stay focused on what you want, no matter what happens. Stay focused on the prize. Yeah. Keeping that end result in mind. Yeah. Keeping the end result in mind. I love it. Exactly. I love it. Well, Shabazz, let's go forward because if you can, tell us about, let's say, a day that everything changed and, and you're back on that, that smooth road to success again. And Did you have any aha moments that changed your life? And if you did, what, what, what was the step that you took to turn that light bulb moment, say, into success for yourself? <laughs> well, <laughs> for me, it was around 2001. And uh, at that time, I'd been working on sets as an actor or as, an, as a stand-in, and I fell in love with filmmaking. And I said to myself, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. And I, uh, I wrote a script, and after I wrote the script, I sought out my friends. About 10 of my friends I sought out, and I asked them what they do to do the film, and they all agreed to do it. And then somebody referred me to a cameraman who, at the time, was in film school, and he got it for me, mm-hmm. and um, that brought life into my first short film. So that okay. was a changing point for me, you know, from nice. becoming from not only just being an actor, but becoming a filmmaker and to uh, start giving life to my own ideas. Wow, I love that. That's awesome. Don't you just love those aha moments? Yes, I do so much. And, you know, we we have them all the time. <laughs> we have them all the time as entrepreneurs. <laughs> we really do. You know uh, it's true. Yeah, it, it is true. Sometimes we don't realize them or we don't take action. But the most important thing we can do is right. take action towards them. Because a lot of people, they have the ideas. But then they say, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then they move on. You have to say, this is a good idea. Write it down. And then take action towards it. So, absolutely, absolutely. So, of course, you know, having those that aha moment, and you know, obviously, filmmaking is your passion, and that's that's wonderful. So, some of the steps that you took to turn that, you know, into success for yourself. You know, I think what I'm about to ask you now about some of your latest projects. 
because uh, I know that you you are a success stalker yourself. You know, what new projects are you working on that you're really excited about in your career right now? Well, since you asked, <laughs> <laughs> well, my latest project is my feature film. It's called The Long Short. It is a okay. it's a dramatic suspense thriller that deals with the life of six people. You know, they're facing demons, and it's about what happens when you go through that and the after effects. It's told in four stories, mm. and. Um, it will actually be here in New York at a film festival called the October Film Festival. That's uh, Friday, October 3rd in New York City. Nice. Three, and I'll give the address for those who are listening. It's 309 East 108th Street. Again, that's 309 East 108th Street, New York, New York, 10029. If you're in New York, you can take the 6th train to 110th Street. Walk two blocks to 2nd Avenue, make a right, walk another two blocks, it's between 2nd and 1st Avenue, at the Poets Den Gallery and Theater. Good stuff. And we'll make sure we put that on our site, too, uh, you know, after. And we'll definitely make that announcement again before we end the show and also put it on the show notes page on the website. So, definitely. Yeah, that's gotta, that's got to be exciting. I'm oh, sure you're I'm extremely about that. excited about it. You know, I'm extremely excited. It's uh, And it'll also be great to get the cast t- together again. And there's a lot of people coming to see the film that are very excited, you know, from all over New York, from outside of New York, from even outside of the country, which, to my surprise, is extremely uh, exciting. And, um, that is. What an honor. Yes. So much. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know who may show up. You never know. Exactly. And, you know, I just want it to be great for everybody who's coming. You know, I want them to enjoy the film, of course. Every filmmaker wants that. So, but I'm. Of course. I'm uh, highly looking forward to it. To it. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, well, we wish you so much success and just so excited for you. And I can't wait to get a chance to, to see it myself and also possibly have you back on the show again to talk more about your other ventures that you'll, I'm sure you'll be working on in the future as well. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Good deal. Well, Shabazz, we have reached my favorite part of this interview, and that's what we call the success round. So get your boxing gloves on. We're going to box for a minute. All right, now don't knock me out now. <laughs> I promise, I promise, I won't hit you too hard. All right. <laughs> well, what I want to do right here, I want to throw some questions at you, and then I want you to come back at me with some knockout answers. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. All fair right. enough. Fair. All right. Good deal. So, what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? Hmm. Well, I don't really think anything really held me back. You know, I would say as a kid, I had the entrepreneurial spirit. You know, mm-hmm. I would do, you know, I would cut people's grass, I would sell candy, I even cut hair. The only thing at, at a young age like that, you don't realize what you're doing. Right. You know, so if anything, I guess I would say is not knowing that you do have an entre- entrepreneurial spirit is something that mm-hmm. may hold you back. But... Not necessarily if you keep pushing forward and you keep doing it because you love it. So, 
Right, right. Well, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Let's stop right here for a second because I, I don't want to share with you just a quick story. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to listen to any of our, our previous episodes, but I did share on a few of our episodes, you know, how I actually became an entrepreneur. And I started really young, too, like yourself, not really knowing that's what I was doing, you know. But I always had that entrepreneurial, you know, spirit since the age of 14. And, uh-huh. and like you, I, I was, you know, selling things. Real quick, my my mom and my sister were uh, one day talking in our kitchen, and my sister asked my mom, you know, if she could be on a flag team at school. And of course, my mom was a single parent, and she didn't have the money to to get her uniform. So, you know, my sister was disappointed, and I was listening to them talking. And, and I got up when my sister walked away and went into the bedroom, and I asked my mom, you know. Could I, you know, bake some brownies or make some Rice Krispie treats or something and take to school to sell for my sister to help her get a uniform? And uh, long story short, you know, I I did that. She let me do it as long as I didn't get in trouble at school. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. Just don't get in trouble at school. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's another funny story. I'm going to actually have that in my book that I'm writing soon. Uh, I actually did kind of sort of get in trouble a little bit with that, but I don't care because I actually ended up making enough money to Uh get my sister uniform. So I I was able to help her get her uniform. It's, It's a really cool story. That's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> but I got my first, you know, taste of that entrepreneurial, you know, spirit when just, you know, I learned about supply and demand. You know, these kids, they wanted what I had, you know, and so I was able to give them what they wanted. And it was just mm-hmm. really cool. And from that, from that point on, I've just been doing different things and, and becoming, you know, the entrepreneur that I am today. So I can definitely relate to your story. Wow. Yeah, that's an awesome story right there. <laughs> well, what is the best business advice you've ever received? The best business advice I've ever received. Oh, you know what it is? Your net work determines your net worth. That is good. Oh, yes. So true. So, so true. Yes. And I heard that from one of my favorite speakers, who is Les Brown. And I said, I said, wow, that makes sense. <laughs> You know, it really does. It really does. You know, that makes sense. If you only know one person and you're doing a business, it's not gonna, it's not gonna do so great. But if you know a ton of people mm-hmm. who are your network, then you got a better chance of having a successful business. So absolutely. that is that's the absolute best advice I, I'd ever gotten or heard. <laughs> Yeah, and that's great advice. And, you know, I didn't hear that from Les Brown. I actually heard it from someone else. And, you know, it's really funny that you brought that up because I just had a few of my guests actually say that on the show. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's it's quite true. It's quite true. And and I'm actually beginning to see that in my own life. You know, the larger my, my network becomes, the greater my net worth is becoming. So, yeah, it's so, so true. Definitely so. Well, can you share one of your daily personal habits that maybe you believe that attributes to your success? Hmm. Well, one of my daily personal habits, well, I like to get up in the morning or in the day because I'm a night hawk, so I I get up later sometimes. But I, (laughs) I always do a ritual of being grateful, being thankful for what I have in all parts of my life. Mm-hmm. I also meditate specifically every night before bed. 
you know, and those are things that keep me centered, that keep me focused. Love it, love it, love it. Well, what book or, say, maybe one or two books could you possibly recommend to our listeners? Yes. Well, you said one book? One or two. One or two books. Okay. Well, I have two that I really like. Okay. I like I like Rich Dad, Poor Dad by uh, Robbie Kiyosaki. Oh, great book. And, yeah, and I also love Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Those are great books. Thank you for those recommendations. And I believe those are two books that every entrepreneur should read, you know, especially if you're just starting out. So you really can understand, you know, how business works. So those are two mm-hmm. two great books. Yeah. Well, my last question in the success round, Shabazz, and it's a doozy, so I hope you're ready. You still got your gloves on, right? I still got my gloves on. I got my, my guards in so you don't <laughs> knock my teeth out. <laughs> I promise I, I won't. I'll, I'll try to aim, you know, I'll aim a little lower. <laughs> okay. Do, do I need to grab my headgear also? <laughs> I promise hey. I, I won't hit you too hard. Okay. All right. Well, imagine that you woke up, let's say, tomorrow morning in a brand new world. Let's say it's identical to Earth, but you knew no one. Let's say you still have mm-hmm. all the same experience and knowledge that, that you currently have today. You still have all of that. Let's say your food is taken care of, your shelter is even taken care of. But all you mm-hmm. have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Wow. Being the type of person that I, I, I am, I would get on my laptop. I would invest, investigate, excuse me, mm-hmm. the society, you know, the current culture, the history, and I would observe quietly. Then I'd slowly start to get to know people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I would build from that point on. That's a great answer. And, and uh, I'm glad you answered that way. And it's so it's so funny to me when I ask this question, where you know, to my guests, pretty much all of you guys say the same thing, but not exactly, but. You know, it always goes back to building a network and just what you talked about, you know, building a network because that's going to be basically it's going to equal your net worth. And and I like this question because what I try to get all of our, our listeners and anyone who's thinking about starting some, you know, a project or a new concept or a business idea is that you have to get out and network and meet people because you're in the people business and you want people to, you know, to um to support your business. So you have to get out there and, and build relationships. That's what it really comes down to. Yes, uh, I do believe that also. I also believe that you can you can go out and meet people, but also through social networking, you can also help to build your network also. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, using, you know, by using both uh, social networking and social media and also going out and actually meeting people, you know, it's, it's great. Right, and that's a great business, you know, tool and resource. I'm so glad you brought that up. It's social media because you know that's that's how we connected, you and I, uh, through social exactly. media. Exactly. Yeah, so it works. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're we're proof that it works when you use it for the right reasons. You know, the right. Exactly. Way. Yes, indeed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, Shabazz, you know, hearing your journey has truly been inspiring. And let's end with this. If you can, give our listeners one parting piece of guidance and advice. And then share the best way they can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Well, the best piece of advice I can give anybody is to believe in yourself. 
no matter what anybody says, what anybody thinks, believe in yourself. As an artist, I'd say be open to creative criticism, be imaginative, be persistent, even in the face of fear and failure, keep moving. You know, it's like, you know, you have to keep moving no matter what's going on. If you're standing on hot coals, don't just stand there. Your feet <laughs> are going to burn up. <laughs> you got to keep, keep moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's great. Well, how can they find you? What's the best way? The best way to find me is by going to ShabazzRay.com. That's ShabazzRay.com, spelled S is in Sam, H is in Harry, A in Allen, B is in Bob, A is in Angel, Z Z is in Zebra, Ray like sun rays, R-A-Y.com, ShabazzRay.com. It's always the best way to find me. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Shabazz, I know our listeners have gotten some great takeaways and nuggets from you today. I certainly have myself. And they can also find the links to everything that we've been chatting about, you know, at successstalkersradio.com slash Shabazz Ray. And it will all be there on the show notes page. And we just appreciate you for being so generous with your time today and transparent even. So we say thank you. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. And we'll make sure to put the information about your film, the the film festival that's coming up in October on the site as well so they can follow you. And anyone in the area can possibly go go there and support you. You never know who may show up. Yes, indeed. And also, they can, for information on the film, they can go to thelongshort.com. Good stuff. We'll make sure we put that on there, too. Thank you so much. And for everyone out there listening today, thank you for tuning in. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.